on this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus. We are hanging out at Vines and Forks, eating some mighty fine food. Picking our fingers and saying hi to beautiful women. Hi. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Brendan <laughs> O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I like that. Kind of Halloween related. Yeah, I like, like that. it. Yeah, Thanks. I did. I did. <laughs> Here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods and today we're in not even orlando winter park we're in winter park tonight Winter Park. we're at vines and forks and so if you're not familiar with it uh-huh uh, kind it's of all in the name inside the wine barn correct well the wine barn changed hands and now it's just called but it still says the wine barn outside they just right left the sign there oh did they yeah okay anyway <laughs> the place that we're eating at is called vines and forks we should find that we out. we should Josh. find that out we'll double check no, it says the wine bar on their menu. Oh, okay, but but the food is wine, Fake uh, vines and forks, and uh, they Wood got some fired pizza, so good, and papanadas. I got we got some wings too, <laughs> wings, chicken wings. We're gonna post all those photos are on you, our Facebook are, and Instagram. Are you a flats guy or a drum guy? I like drums. Me too. Yeah, I don't know. Why would you like flats? I don't know. Uh, apparently, all Jim Colbert listeners love flats. It just seems they like a lot. There's, there's two bones in there. You got to work through the bone. Yeah, when I lick it, I feel dirty. Yeah, I'm with not the, into the, it. the drum, I could just bite right into it. Yeah, just like like a caveman. But I'll eat anything, honestly. <laughs> Even babies. <laughs> but yeah, we're here tonight. Go check out those photos. Everything was so, so good. And uh, we'll be talking more about that a little bit later. What's your week been like, John? Uh, I painted my kitchen oh. slash dining room. A lot of like home improvement things you're doing lately. I know. I fixed the deck. I did some grout work. Are you doing this for you or are you selling your house? No, I'm not selling my house. Okay. It's just things that I didn't have to do because my wife was gone for a long time. Ah. And uh, now she's back. And now I now we live together again. Uh-huh. She wasn't. Okay. I should probably say <laughs> she was up at school. It wasn't like she left sure, me for a while. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and uh, <laughs> and so now that there's another person, a human being in the house, I'm like, oh, I better fix these things. I get it. Yeah, because it was a house when she was gone, but it was now a that home. she's back, no, it's yeah, a home. yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I fixed. I uh, know oh, we. I did some painting. Okay, painted my my kitchen and my dining room. What color? Uh, yellow, oh, like a, a bright yellow. A uh, soft bright yellow. Like yeah, a butter. Would you say it's butter? Like a butter cream? Butter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll show you a photo. Gay. <laughs> so I did that. I did that. Okay. Played some golf the other day at Dubs Dread. I saw you want to get more into golf. I I do. I Are am. you good? Yeah, I, you know, I'm not great, but how's I can your, play. How's your chip? Is that what they say? <laughs> so, yeah. so what you you say when you so play golf? so sporty over there. Yeah. <laughs> sporty, Brendan. I, uh, I know enough to uh, get a guy to be comfortable enough to have too many beers and make out with me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll watch, stay away from the bar. Or watch, yourself. watch yourself. Watch yourself. It's not your fault. The it's the beer. Oh, I got so <laughs> drunk last night. <laughs> How You're are you, good, Brendan? Though? I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I can keep up. I'm the worst. Yeah? Yeah. I make. You I don't can't seem play. like a sports guy to me. Why? I uh, just just natural inclination here. I'm pretty good at volleyball. Okay. Why is that a gay uh, sport? No. Why are you laughing? No, I'm, no, it just seems like a sport that you like to take your shirt like, off and play. No, <laughs> nobody wants to. Or see you that. like to watch other people take like their shirts off. Blobfish. Put that blobfish back in the ocean. That's what they sure say. Sure, you're over there at Ivanhoe Park watching those. 
I, those men I will folk. one day, I predict, get in an accident because of those hot guys uh-huh. taking their shirts off. They, don't, they haven't been playing because of COVID, right? No, they've been there a oh, little they've bit. Been bad. Oh, you you know. Oh, I tell you, I honestly like I notice as soon as, like through the bushes. Like you can't even clearly see <laughs> them because like, you're behind the bushes watching. <laughs> no, just driving by on the way home and then like ding in my head, my radar. Why goes don't you off. just go play? Uh, no, I don't like people. <laughs> How do you play volleyball by yourself? I have it for a long time, uh, but I used to love playing it. Okay, I, I would play it again. Get I'm you not back like into a team volleyball. sports kind of a guy. I kind of want to start rollerblading again. I, I've seen them out there, man. I want to rollerblading slash roller skating. I want to do. Uh, you should do it. We could do an outdoor roller skate party. I would like to see roller derby again. I haven't seen a roller derby game forever. That I mean that that was a big thing about seven years ago. Yeah. I don't know if they still do it as much as they do. We have a league to. here. The issue yeah. is leagues always split up because everybody. Gets, they start fighting and oh yeah, I know, can see that. Ladies, you know, yeah, pushing. I just want to dance and uh, to be on some roller skates. Okay, I <laughs> like watching it on the TikTok. Okay, yeah, yeah, I always stop for those videos. All right, any news? You got any news for us? Uh, not really. You sent me one earlier about Mayor uh, Daisy Lino. Oh, a councilwoman. She passed away. I thought she was a mayor. I don't think she was the mayor. Oh, okay. No, no, no. She, she was, was a rep for District Five. Mostly Paramore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she served for, I think, 16 years. And okay. Yeah, she passed away. Just passed away. I don't know a ton. I just saw it online today. I didn't get to look into it, so I'll, I'm sure, write about it. Okay. Not for tomorrow, though, because, again, I'm going to nap tonight. I'm not writing. You guys aren't getting any content tomorrow. Nothing. No, because I like, I, we used to take Friday off. I take Fridays off. I want I to it. be. Everything, my inbox fills up on Fridays. Like, during COVID, it's like nobody does anything until Thursday. And then I try to get away from the inbox on Friday, and it's like all the news stories are there on Friday. And if I don't go back to work, I'll get scooped. Uh, is this from, like, PR folks that are sending you stuff on a Friday? It's everybody. Restaurant people. No. And, you know. So, wait. If anybody's listening, it's a PR person. <laughs> Let me give you a little pointer. Tuesday, Wednesday. Don't send stuff out on a Friday. No. I mean, yeah, somebody's going to write about it because they're sitting at their computer, but most people won't. Because they've already gone whole. Before we started recording tonight, John, I got a text from somebody like, "Oh, I'm. We're look. We just got this amazing chef from. And I will tell you later. Yeah. Uh, I, can you write about it tomorrow? And no, like, no, no, lady. You told me on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, no, but I will because it's big news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see, see this thing about Lockheed Martin? Oh, the toxics! Yeah, stuff? they're being accused of mishandling toxins. Yeah, they're getting uh, John Morgan's involved. Yeah, that's allegedly they released contaminants. I'm not saying on purpose, but allegedly contaminants got away over years, over years into the soil and groundwater, according to uh, a class action lawsuit that was filed by Morgan and Morgan uh-huh. on behalf of 13 employees at the Gulf Channel. Who work nearby. Yeah, and I don't think the Golf Channel, I think they moved out. I don't think it's related, but I think they've moved somewhere, their offices. But their employees who were there, yeah, 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 yeah. They were, they're saying they were exposed to these yeah. toxins. That's crazy. It is How crazy. How much is it? It's like millions of dollars. Oh, yeah, it's huge. And it's uh, and it won't be just them. It's it's in the middle of a like residential area, uh-huh. low income. It is a low income area. All that area, off. if you're not familiar where Lockheed Martin is, it's, it's off of Sand I Lake, Sand Lake Road. Yeah. And a lot of those neighborhoods over there are low-income neighborhoods, like yep. Tanglewood and Orange. Tang- and I think feel like it's it's Tangle Tanglewood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
They do like missiles and oh, Lockheed Martin's a defense contractor. Aerospace. They do all that stuff for yeah, everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't even know how long this allegedly toxin release yeah. was going on. It could have been something that happened a long time ago. And and, and that's just a lawsuit. And then yeah, if yeah. the government gets involved, then like, what's the cleanup going to be for that? And kind it, of a it thing? could be a we're going to sue you, but we're we're hoping to settle because yeah, it's such clean a clean up big, your mess. Because I'm sure Lockheed has. Great lawyers as well. I so. hope it's just in the groundwater. What if it's in the aquifer? They don't uh, know. I guarantee they haven't tested that far. I live by a Superfund site. You do? Yeah. Where? Where? Right there at Orange Blossom Trail and Silver Star. On which side? Oh, geez. Northwest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It used yeah, to be, yeah. I think, a gas plant or, ga- or like ke- it's some sort of chemicals. Yeah. Chevron. We're near the Sentinel Plume over in Ivanhoe Village. Oh, yeah. It's all ink, right? Yeah. They actually thought that they had just cleaned up this one that was over by uh, Norris Sugar Shack. They thought it was all done, but they just found a little bit more. So really? They have to keep breaking it down. I guess I, they're pumping molasses into the ground. Really? Molasses? Yeah. I guess it does something with the, I don't know, it's like a macrobiome. Makes a bunch of sugar cookies down, down there. <laughs> I make a mean. I make a mean molasses cookie. I like molasses cookies. I do too. <laughs> uh, Universal is closing their Volcano Bay Park for four months. Is this because it's cold out, or is there other things? They say it's a seasonal closure, just you know, for regular. Which they've like, never done. They've never done but it. But there's also never been COVID, so they might be looking at the landscape and say, "Look, it's already slow. It's already slow. We might as well close it because it's going to be yeah. slow in January." Plus, they keep going. getting all those complaints about getting electrocuted. There's been a few of those cut up on the slides and stuff. Yeah. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> well, some of those aren't allegedly, though. I don't think <laughs> I'm saying alleged because I don't want anyone to come after us. Uh, so I'll just keep saying alleged, alleged, alleged. So they're closing down for four months. Four months. When, yeah. when are they closing? Uh, I think it's already happened. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you been to that yet? No, I we keep telling you I want to go and have a toga party. Okay, well, you and I need to go. Let's go. We I get, also want to have a SeaWorld one still open. I'd will, go. Aquatica? Will you have a toga party with me at the Little Volcano? Just Easter you and market? me? Yeah. Yes. And, our, and our significant others. Okay, all right. Let's go. We'll all get in togas, and we'll have a little wine party in front of the little volcano. Okay. And if, it, and if people think it's cute, then we'll do a bigger one over at Volcano Bay. Okay, at the Pompeii exhibit. Yeah. Let's do at it. the science center. At, well, they're doing like a little. They have a a volcano. I've seen the little vo- in I've front seen... of East End Market. Okay, yeah. So we could go there. Would you wear a toga? Sure, just for fun. I don't think I've ever worn a toga ever. Ah, I've done keg stands in them. Really? Yeah. Whoa. I know with help. Thank God. Where did the toga go when you were upside down? Well, down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity. It's not like a kilt, you know. You wear something underneath it. Oh, you do. If well, if you're a lady. I'm glad you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have showed up a little bit <laughs> did a kick naked stand. underneath. <laughs> Would you? I don't know. I've never worn a toga. Would you do that in a toga? Would you just go do a tanky? I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to look out of place. Yeah, right. You want to, and I, I want to fit in. You want to like feel kind of yeah. When in Rome, yeah, want to feel free and uh, free and easy. I uh-huh. stole that win in Rome from Leanne, your wife. Yeah, she's here tonight. You. I couldn't just appropriate that. So, <laughs> uh, there's the new Holocaust Center. Yeah, it's like that? super high tech too, right? Well, yeah, that's what they're saying. They just they officially have ties with Steven Spielberg and his foundation, the USC Shoah. Showa, Showa Foundation. Showa, I think, Showa. yeah. Uh, so they moved into where the Chamber of Commerce was downtown Orlando. They haven't moved it in yet. They've That's gotten it. The city's going to give them like a dollar a year rent. I, you we know. want that. Have we talked about this? Yeah, before? we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that nobody can tell me what it takes. 
to get the agreement with the city you, you gotta, to pay you a dollar have for a, a building. Nonprofit, I'm sure, something to benefit the city. It's not codified though. Okay. There's, there's no, there's nothing on paper. Because I specifically asked for it multiple times. Yeah, how do I get a dollar rent? Yeah. How do you get a dollar rent with the city? I, we've said this before. We'll double it. I'll, I'll give you two. <laughs> I'll give you three bucks. We'll triple it. What does it take to get you it? You just want the old OUC building there on Mills. <laughs> we'll give you a dollar for that. I would love that. There's also that beautiful Victorian uh, wooden house that's under the 408. Uh-huh. It's like a troll house. Yeah. <laughs> I'd make that into something. Give me, I'll give you a buck for it. But like, what do you, you can't just do that as a city and as a public entity and you're just giving out public spaces. I don't know how other cities do that. Orlando Ballet, right? They got a beautiful. It's not unheard of to do that. No, but you need to say why. Uh-huh. You can't just give it away. Like, tell me why they got it. Okay. Why did the Orlando Ballet, a private dance company, get a free building? I, I, I mean, I think the way they justify it is, is a benefit to our community. And, I'll and make a benefit. I, okay. <laughs> I'm not just going to say it's just me, you know, playing with a yo-yo on the porch. Like, we got to, there's going to be a reason. But okay. other people, there are some amazing charities out there. It's true. Who could benefit from a space. It's true. Why does it have to be these ones? I don't know. And I'm not, you know. I'm not putting down the ballet, but I want to know what they did to deserve it. I don't know. And they also got tourism tax dollars for yeah, it. Yeah, they do. To pay for the new building. Right? And that's and you have to say that you're getting tourists coming to your space to validate that. They right? probably get some tourists. <laughs> I don't know if they get like well, loads of tourists. I'll get in trouble if I keep talking and uh-huh. it's been a while since I've gotten some angry emails because they've been oh, very well. good. You probably miss them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna so keep... anyway, the the part the of Holocaust growing up Center. is not being mean to everybody. <laughs> the Holocaust Center. It's it's in Maitland right now, and they've been in Maitland for a long time. Yeah. So they and got the old chamber. They have building. kind of a smaller footprint of a museum, it's seven thousand square feet. And now their new one's going to be big, but it has like all this like interactive stuff. Yeah. Well, they're going. They're glowing up to a forty thousand square foot. Oh, yeah. Building that's going to be built. In addition to the building that's already there, they'll just like build it out a little bit. And there's like and there's like out. video interviews from Holocaust survivors. Well, but and that's more, what that's, like, and that's what Spielberg is going to be giving. So yeah. like after he did Schindler's List, he rec- he went out and recorded fifty over fifty five thousand different interviews I don't know with if he Holocaust did survivors specifically. His but foundation, his foundation. Yeah, I'm sure he helped. Yeah, right. Because he was. I interested. interviewed a Holocaust survivor. This isn't about you. John. I'm just saying. I did. <laughs> he lives in Kissimmee. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, mm-hmm. I don't remember his name off the top mm-hmm. of my head. You're I'll look it up. Bragging about no one of them I'll look it up. At don't the even break. know his name. I just forgot his name. I know. I put you on the spot. I've there. interviewed thousands that of people unfair. in my life. That wasn't fair, but still funny. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the whole story, but I just don't remember his name. Well, this this foundation is going to be providing all of the content and creative for this new museum. And there's only like one or two places in the country that have this, right? Oh yeah. This is huge. Really I actually think this might be the first time that they've done a major contribution like this before. So it's great to have a game changing relationship like that with a smaller museum that's trying to make it big. Yeah. Especially when it's basically downtown. Ivanhoe it Village is. right there. It is. Uh, Beth Senator Beth Johnson Park, home of Occupy Orlando. Which I love that park and I love that it's named after Beth Johnson, but that park's basically going away for the expansion of this museum. Are they going to add more to that building? 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. tripling the size of the building. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. We have the renderings up at Bungalow for, like, early renderings. The museum uh, actually sent me an email saying, please don't use these renderings. They've changed. And I was like, it says it's an early rendering. What's the problem? But, you know, controlling the message. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't put Brendan in a corner. That's how I feel. I always feel like you don't. You can't tell me what to do. You no. telling me what to do makes me not want to do it. Oh, exactly. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Unless you're wrong. I mean, if you're wrong about something, and I wasn't tell wrong. Me. But she was like, she was trying to be very nice, and uh, so no, I. There's get it. there's ways to do that, and that sounds like a, the right way. Yeah, being nice because I it. ended up changing. I took it uh, out. And I yeah. put. In I mean, if she'd have been like, "Don't do nice. this," or we're never doing this again. Like, Scotty Campbell. Was I was like Scotty? What do you think about this? He was just telling me what to do, and he was like, "Yeah, just do it." What do you care? Yeah, that's what's, another thing. What's the too. end of this? Yeah. You're all bent out of shape. <laughs> She's clearly upset. You're using it. Just don't use it. <laughs> so I didn't use it. Are, are we doing okay? On We're time? good. Okay. Uh, Lime is giving away free rides for their scooters on election day. Really? Mm-hmm. If you are having, if you haven't done the mail-in stuff, like, I'm not mailing. I'm not either. I'm on an early vote though. I always early vote. Oh, I like going on the day. I don't like going on the day. Oh, There's just too many people. I've and never. It's not even the COVID thing. I just, it's, I'm afraid that something's going to happen that day where I'm going to have to get sucked into work. Okay. And I'm not going to be able to vote. So for you, that makes sense. Uh-huh. For I, the unemployed Brendan over here. Yeah, basically, I'm just a blogger. You know, I, can go, I can roll out of bed at 11 and know what everybody's in the office like yeah. a normal person and just see what happens. I've never seen it busy on election day. I've never seen it busy on early election. Yeah. Okay. Actually, no, last, no, last, last presidential election, it was, I had to wait in line. Well, if you're not like John and uh-huh. you're like me and you're yeah. waiting till the last possible minute to go vote because it's yeah. fun. <laughs> you can take a lime and you can get it for free. The scooters. The scooters using the code lime to poles, plural, like 2020. That's, oh, that's, the, a lot of, that's a lot of things to remember. It is. I'm sure on purpose. Uh, <laughs> and then you'll get two free rides, one there and then one back. Oh. 30 minutes each. Okay. So, but like, I've never taken a 30 minute lime ride. No, me neither. Yeah. It's I expensive. mean, you're that far away from your poles. You're. It's like a you live pretty far <laughs> from your bulls. That's like a twenty dollar ride, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. nice. Are you gonna do it? I think it'd be fun Where's just to your do the line spot without it, having to say where you live. The uh, it's the senior center in the north quarter. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. They should have more at like bars and stuff, don't you think? I Polling did, yes. spots. They do this in other cities. Did you see what the village did? No. They had a, if you had a mail-in ballot, they had a collection site ah. where they came with these little boxes and then they made it into a golf cart caravan. Oh, nice. And everybody came in their golf carts from all over the villages and they dropped them in the box. I like it. I thought that was really fun. That's a good idea. And they all had their like signs and stuff Very on them. Very South Pole-esque. Like, sending like letters letter Santa? to Santa? <laughs> Why South Pole? Uh, isn't that? Oh, they live in the North Pole. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you had a couple <laughs> beers. You had a couple beers. It's all south. Uh, Uber. Speaking of Lime, Uber might actually be bringing their e-bikes. I saw town. that you wrote about that. Yeah, and so the city won't send me the permit application, which I don't understand why not. Because I asked, they're supposed to. It's like all the bikes went away, right? Yeah, all, you don't see electric bikes, no. right? We only the only bikes you see locally. Uh, are from Hopper, which is locally run, yeah. but they're not electric bikes. They're just normal bikes, and they're actually kind of clunky. So it's like, yes, I want to support local, but I have my own bike, so what's the difference? So I just don't use them. Uh, 
but it would be great to have those electric bikes back. I used to use the Lime electric bikes all too. the time. Yeah, I did too. You could Not park outside time, of downtown and you hop on an electric bike and go do your errands and come back. Yeah. I used to yeah. deliver zines from them. It just seems <laughs> like uh, for here in Orlando, you can ride them year round, theoretically. I mean, it's hot in the summer, but there's a lot of places in the country that you can't ride them in January. Right. But that's generally they move their fleets around, ah. you know, to, from region to region. All right. Uh, and Florida would benefit in the winter because we'd get everything from the yeah. north. But uh, it looks like they're look, bringing them here. I had a copy that someone sent me from the bike and ped meeting of saying that it was coming and the city confirmed it. But then they sent me the paperwork for Lyme instead of Oops. jump. So I'm waiting. But uh, come on back. We're about to go take a break. We'll tell you about... New restaurants, closing restaurants, and then some calls for artists. All right. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Teen Art Adventures Hispanic Artist is an online program on October 10th. Teens will explore famous Hispanic artists to use as inspiration for making art of their own. November is National Novel Writing Month. Get tips and tricks on writing your novel during NaNoWriMo 101, a virtual event on October 11th. The Melrose Center has a podcast that takes you behind the scenes with folks from the music recording industry. Real to Real can be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. This is Brendan O'Connor, and I'm here with Derek Janney from Janney Roofing. Hey, guys. Janney Roofing is a family-founded and family-operated company built on the principles of honesty, quality, integrity, and generosity. Our family has long been a part of the cultural fabric of Orlando, and we've done extensive work with local churches and nonprofit organizations. We are Orlando Roofers, who take as much pride in our work as we do our last name. Today, I make the following promise to you. When you choose Jenny Roofing for your roofing needs, I'll personally guarantee your 100% satisfaction and see to it that all of your expectations are met and exceeded. If you're anything but overjoyed with our service, contact me and I'll make it right. Every roof represents a family and we know the value of family. That's why our passion is keeping Central Florida covered. We can't wait to work together and I'm sure you're excited to work with the last roofing contractor you'll ever need. Thanks for choosing us. Lace up those running shoes. WUCF is celebrating kindness with a run or walk with the WUCF Virtual Fun Run, October 11th, 2020. Sign up by September 27th, and paid participants get a T-shirt, bib, and finisher's medal in the mail by race day. Go online to wucf.org backslash fun run to register and support WUCF today. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the skin tag that keeps getting stuck on your favorite sweater, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. That's disgusting, Brendan. <laughs> How dare you? Disgusting. That's who I am. Yeah. At my core. Ooh. <laughs> Brendan, we are here at Vines and Forks. Uh-huh. Which is also known which as. Which was 
the wine barn. Uh-huh. I think the wine barn is the the the, the wine whole part, facility, and the vines and forks is the food the eatery. Part. And you're basically just hanging out, eating wood fired pizzas, surrounded by bottles of wine. Yeah, we're here. It's in Winter Park on Fairbanks between 1792 yeah. and Denning by Austin's Coffee. Yeah, yeah, right there. Krung Thep Tea Time. Cross street from the lounge where we did a show a few weeks ago. Yeah, which is where they keep all those fancy cars. Yeah, yeah, but the pizza here is delicious. We had wings, we had empanadas. Empanadas. Super good. So come check out Vines and forks, if you can. We'll put those pictures on the gram. Yeah, we will. If you soon. like what you hear, go to bungalower.com. You can read about yeah. all the things. If you don't, then uh, go to Orlando Business Journal, and I don't <laughs> ever want to hear from you. Again. <laughs> you got to have a subscription there anyway. I know. Yeah, yeah. I love sharing their stories in our top 10 things e newsletter every Monday and putting a big old paywall stamp right in front of yeah. it. Paywall. But uh, yeah, go there, <laughs> read about it, and follow Brendan on Instagram and Twitter yeah, and follow Facebook. John. Yeah, you can follow me too. At John Busdecker. Yeah. Yeah, you take better food photos than you ever yeah, have. I don't, I don't, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't it. post a ton online. I, I like reading stuff, but I don't like really... All right, you're not a taker, yeah, just, or you are a taker. You're not I used a, to be, but I just don't. Have, I don't feel like doing it. Growing up, yeah, yeah, I got things to do. It's true. Uh, before the break, we were talking about all kinds of stuff: Uber, Lime, Holocaust, <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to talk about uh, Regal Cinemas closing temporarily. Okay, is what they say. Yeah, uh, and you kind of touched on this last week, I think, about how. A lot of blockbuster movies have been delayed. Oh, yeah. They're all, I mean, a lot of these are being delayed. I know Mulan was delayed, and then they just said, well, we're going to release it on Disney Plus. And the big one coming up that's delayed is James Bond's. Yeah, No Time to Die. The last Bond movie with Daniel Craig. They were all kind of hoping and waiting that this would come out in November. And they're like, no, we're just going to put it out in 2021. Because, like, none of these studios want to put out something they've spent. Millions and millions and millions of dollars on only to bomb. So they're just going to sit on it. Yeah, and so they'll just sit on it because it's already done. Black Widow. Yeah. Wonder Woman 1984. I mean, the one that tested the waters was Tenet with Christopher Nolan's right. movie, which did okay. I think. I mean, when I say okay, it made $300 million globally, but I think in normal times it would have made a billion maybe. Sure. So, and although that movie's supposed to be really confusing. <laughs> so because of that, a lot of theaters are now rethinking like what they do. And so a lot of these theaters that specialize in first run movies like Regal, uh, Regal just said, we're going to shut down 536 locations across the country until further notice. I just think they have, they have very little to show that's new. And you can only show re-releases so much at some of these spots we to make money. We had a really angry Facebook poster that was <laughs> like, well, just do other movies. Do what everybody else is doing. Like, stay open and just you do... You could, like, but I think for them, they look at it, all right, if we stay open. And, I mean, they're not one, two, three screen places. They're 15, 16, so you got to have staff yeah. for all that. So are you going to show... Hocus Pocus again, <laughs> and, and that and actually, Hoc- I I make a joke about that, but yeah. Hocus Pocus, I think the movie from 1993, it was like the number one or number two movie in the country last week because it was re-released. Wow, people went and saw it, but it only made like when I say only, it made like three million dollars or something like that. You can't run thousands of cinemas when everybody's running them in drive-ins and stuff yeah. where they feel a little bit safer totally. anyway. so it's, you're kind of competing with that i actually was just speaking with enzian because we're talking about do we want to keep doing drive-ins and i said only if we can do something a little bit different what if we get first run movies who's like there are some first runs not huge blockbuster ones but there's a lot of movies that are coming out that could still 
do with a theater. Yeah. Uh, what if we do that for drive-ins? And so we're looking into what that means and what that looks like. Okay. So we'll have more info on that soon. But So the one in Winter Park is closing, though, the Regal. Yeah, Winter Park Village. That's Wa- the one close to my house. So. Waterford Lakes, uh, Points Orlando, Oviedo Mall, Kissimmee, and Apopka. Okay. I think there's one more, but I th- but that's Probably. most of them. Everything. All of them. Yeah. Uh, food. Let's get into food. I love food, Brendan. Me too. <laughs> I eat it every day. Our, our friends over at Outpost Kitchen, who moved into Maitland, uh-huh. uh, they have just gotten a new chef de cuisine, and it's the Mick, I always say his name wrong, Nick, Chef Nick Sierpatowski. Oh, that's a, that's a fancy Patowski. name. Always watching Sierpatowski. He uh, was at Ravenous Pig. Before that, he was at Norman's at the Ritz-Carlton. Oh, with uh, Norman Van Aken and Those are, uh, some Luma, nice. Yeah. That's a nice resume. So they got a they got like a real big chef to Good. come and work with them. So we'll see how that goes. And that's o- is that open in Maitland or opening in Maitland? Opening in Maitland. It's right there at Howell Branch in 1792. And what is that Maitland Center? Maitland yeah. Town Center is yeah. what they're calling yeah, that's it. That's a that's a big space. It's a huge space. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're really hedging their bets that this chef brings them in. Okay. Uh, they're I mean, all. I mean, if, but if you live in Maitland, I mean, Luke's is there, mm-hmm. right? And so is Antonio's. Cappy's which is great. <laughs> Cappy's is there. You're probably not going to take uh, <laughs> fancy dates to Cappy's. Not the same but, audience, no. But there's not a. I mean, there's a few places in Maitland, but not a ton if you live locally there. Yeah. To so go to like a nice restaurant makes sense, and they yeah. serve a lot of people from Altamont. You know, totally go over there, Eatonville. Yeah. So they're they're also accepting other job applications right now at resumes at outpostkbp.com. So if you're looking for a job, a new job in the service center with a new restaurant, go check them out. They All should right. be opening. They say late fall, early winter. So okay. this next couple of months, they should be open. So is uh, any word on what is moving into where Outpost was no, in College Park? No. no. And I hear the landlord's a little tough. So well, the one next door, they, they've had a rough time. I think the Lebanese place. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think their Park food's is tough. pretty good, but it just I I I don't know if I never see a ton of people in there. I don't see. College Parkers don't necessarily support College Park so restaurants. Depending on the restaurant. T- uh, Teeks Rustique does, does well. well. Rusty Rusty okay. kills Ollie's it. Ollie's does well. Ollie's does well. But do you ever see a lot of the other restaurants super full? No. No, John, because they're going to those ones. Or Dubstrad. You know, like there's no, certain tap ones. Room, tap room is full. Certain ones that they're yeah. loyal to that have been there for a long time. That's what college parkers want to go spend their money at. And they're not... It's tougher. It's tougher to sell those newer restaurants. I agree. I mean, Armando's is uh, never as busy as the one in Winter Park. No, it's good. It's just I, there, I never see as many people there. Uh, Wally's has new operating partners. Tell me about this. So, did you read it? No. Okay. So Wally's. You told me about it last week, though, but I just I don't remember exactly. The it was purchased a couple years ago by Manesh Patel. So with no background in bar stuff. So he purchased it and it did all right. They did a beautiful renovation. Inside, I like it. Which we, we used to do our bingo night there. And then during the pandemic, I guess he was approached by Pete Downing of Dekine Poke and uh, Market on Magnolia. Okay. And his friends over at the Orion Hospitality Group. They own Nona Social, Fuel Orlando, Swigs and Stokes. Stokes is what replaced uh, Frosty's Christmas Time Lounge. Ah, yes. Downtown. So they know... Like, like I don't want to say normal. Like just average, cool drinking watering holes. That's okay. what they do, right? So they approached him to take over the operations of Wally's, and they're going to do it. And Manesh already has plans in 
to add a kitchen in the back, an outdoor patio for Wally's. Uh, but in the interim, they're just going to be in there bringing it back. So he still owns it. He still owns they're it. They're just running it. Yeah, like leasing it, I guess. I like that. I do, too. It's cool. They're going to bring back that 7 a.m. bar service, uh, cold beer, stiff pours, and they're bringing back the jukebox. Because those are the things that a lot of people, old school Wallace people, were upset about. Was there not a jukebox in there? No, not, uh, not when he newly reopened with the renovations. People were really upset by that, that there was no jukebox. No jukebox. People called it Walter's. You know, because it was like uh, an upper fancy, scale fancy Wallace. So, <laughs> and I think actually, if he had called it Walters, people wouldn't have been so mad about it. I don't. Know. Yeah, because right. they felt like they were trying to, like he was trying to sell them something, which is silly. Who cares? I mean, it's still going to be nice in there when you walk in, right? They're not I, changing the decor. They're not changing that, and they're going to add a. It's going to change a little bit okay. when they add, put on these new additions. So keep your eye on that. We actually have the plans over at Bungalore, but that'll probably change a little they'll bit. They'll have some food there. Yeah. And I guess they're saying it's going to be kind of operated as another concept, kind of like how Burton's and that Mason jar provisions are adjoined, but they're like two separate things. That's kind of how this would be. They'll just kind of share a parking lot okay, and a little bit of and the building. they're going to add on to it, like a whole other addition? Yeah. Because there's no kitchen there now. No. They're adding that on. Right where and where they're adding it, they have a pop-up patio right now. Picnic tables, umbrellas. There ain't a ton of space over there, is there? No, you'll see it. Okay. It's where the drive through window was. Okay. On the other just side. Up there. It's like okay. an alleyway almost, but it's big. Uh, Bites and Bubbles, just across the street from there, is... He's looking to move. He I've wants- never eaten there. Have you eaten there? Yeah. Okay. It was always, I mean, according to <laughs> according to the chef owner, they were so busy they had to move. Yeah, it feels a little like, this place is huge. You oh. know, it's the biggest, most selling restaurant ever. Because, like, it was the Funky Monkey for a while, right? <laughs> it was. And then it was that sandwich place, which was his daughter's His place, daughter, right? Ashley Nickel, who is on... Uh, cooking show One of those shows The on Angry food. British guy Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like A sandwich place And that That stayed open For a little while She left It was called Ash That's right After Ashley And then he took over The space He owned the building So he just put in Bites and bubbles Which is like burgers And Because they had a Funky out At Point Orlando too Closed Which closed Yeah So this was I think it was His last restaurant Alright And so he wants to He's been saying For the last couple of months On these foodie forums Online that he's been turning people away. Okay. They're like at capacity. They can't handle everybody coming in. And so he's saying he just wants to sell the building, move somewhere bigger, All right. get a liquor license, and call it a day. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah. If you're looking for a place, you could purchase the building for $699,000. All right. And you we, and I could buy that. <laughs> yeah, sure. It'd be mostly you, I think. <laughs> uh, Orlando- I saw it. Wait, before you go, I mean, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I saw that... Uh, Parliament House might finally get sold or not. I, I was perusing the watermark. See, I never online. I saw that too. Online. <laughs> I didn't pick it up or anything. You didn't pick it up. No, no that's, God. That's, gay. that's the devil's. <laughs> the devil's People might scraper. think I'm a homo if I pick that up. You got to leave it right where it is. Look at it online later like I'm everybody else. I'm a playboy. I'm not reading the <laughs> watermark. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I bet a lot of people don't pick it up because of that. But they, that's the gay newspaper. If you yeah. don't know what we're talking about, it's the gay newspaper that covers Central Florida and Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. So they're pretty big distribution wise, anyway. I just saw it online that the, the, the guy was covering that a lot. They were saying he, do, he they're not selling, they're not bankrupt, and he's saying they are, or they're not. It's like really confusing. Which is why I haven't written about <laughs> it. 
and I didn't put it in our notes, but okay. John, but what I saw and continue to see is that the owner, who's Canadian, that's why they call it Parliament House, is very creative with moving money around <laughs> and finding random investors for millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And so apparently there's someone who they are leasing the property from right now uh, that they owe money to. And if they don't pay the money... It's like it, November 2nd the deadline, right? They were They were told to choose a date and they did it in September and they arbitrarily, according to the Watermark article... Said November third. Okay. Like, oh yeah, we'll have the money by November third. <laughs> like yeah, and, and November third. We we're not gonna have the. They money better have like a dance-a-thon <laughs> to save the Parliament House. I'll tell you, before COVID, I wouldn't be surprised if they had million-dollar weeks there, just because it was so busy. The people, okay. all of those different properties, the hotel, like it, it was doing well, and I don't know where that money went. <laughs> During COVID, it became kind of like. The only way that they could make money because they couldn't be a club was the hotel rooms, which yeah. which were basically like by the hour, and then uh, and their little restaurant, and that's how they were making cash. And it's not a great restaurant. Wasn't there some video where there's just like tons of people well, they, partying? Since they reopened, they had a drag. They're having drag shows in the main club, and and they, someone did a video for TikTok, I think, or Instagram. A show just panning the crowd and nobody was wearing masks packed elbow to elbow the the drag queen wasn't wearing a mask she got down off the stage and went down into the crowd and they're all just having a good time and having fun but uh-huh. like but clearly no social distancing yeah. so he's already been in don granitstein is the, the yeah. owner he's been in the news a lot lately trying to although apologize. One, one local news organization didn't name him during a story. Did you see that one? Because he he declined <laughs> to give his last name. What I read there, because they were like Don, who declined to give his last name. <laughs> uh, blah 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 blah. And I was like, look it up. <laughs> yeah, who yeah. hasn't written you're not about a, this? I mean, you're sadly. I can say you're not a private citizen when you own like the largest uh, gay resort in Central Florida, and you've been in the news a million times. You've been here for like what seventy years? <laughs> yeah. you know? Like everybody yeah. knows who your last name is. And the fact that the, <laughs> they did that, that they did that. We talked about this. You and I did. And I think well, more it was funny that it I, was a, it was a local cheeky TV news. The owner to just be like, oh, I don't want to tell you my last name. I know. And that it worked. I know. Like, what? what do you I think? think I think there's a few factors. Probably either. It was a like a crocodile reporter. Dundee when he put the whammy <laughs> on the wildebeest <laughs> yeah. or whatever in the road. Put the whammy on. He did that with the. Yeah. It's what? probably either a new reporter or just somebody who's like, I don't I don't, I don't care enough to. Argue We're going to get in you. trouble. Yeah, whatever. Because there's there's certain things. Things like the gay community that you just can't talk about. Oh, and apparently Parliament House is one of them. Yeah, people get super bad when you talk about. I'm just, we're just saying that there, there's a deadline that they gotta hit. It is a landmark in the gay community that needs help, and I think needs new owners. Uh, you know, because okay. we like it to stick around, and they need help, but the guy doesn't want to let go of it. Okay, typical like founder syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just run it into the dirt because he doesn't want to let it go. We'll see what happens in November. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando Meets. Yeah, moving. Moving to Winter Park. How can you call it Orlando Meets in Winter Park? <laughs> Apparently, it's named after one of the owner's fathers. Oh, how convenient. I know. <laughs> That's what they're telling us. Yeah. Anyway. I'll yeah. It. We, we've worked with them a lot. I like them a lot. Uh, they're moving to Ravidage over yeah. by the new standard. <laughs> it's on that side? I thought it was on the other side of the street. No, it's that's okay. it's in that complex. Okay. Yeah, there was a sushi place there, and they're taking okay. over the old sushi place. It's uh, it's a l- 
It's large enough for them to add a new full liquor bar. They're going to have outdoor seating, expanded menu. They're going to bring back that recess pizza concept that they did downtown. That's good. I mean, the parking at their spot now is kind of dumpy. I mean, if you don't get like three it's of the tough. spots, yeah. like you don't get a spot there. They have to share it with Santiago's Yeah, bodega. which is always busy. Always they, busy. They got valet, so they can deal with that. You know what he told me? Huh? They're fine. They have to clean up like condoms <laughs> people yeah. are having sex they go they go and have brunch there at yeah. santiago's yeah you get a few mimosas in you you and get a little like doing get a little behind the dumpster and stuff john <laughs> that's so gross uh-huh but like i guess they're all kind of sexy it's like that sexy young like <laughs> it is downtown a pretty crowd, sexy right? restaurant and they're all tell. just watching each other eat eggs benny you know and they're like oh <laughs> you're hot let's do it should run to the cvs real quick we should block all that out. let's <laughs> let's block all that out nobody needs to know anything <laughs> uh i just talked to the team at taglish yeah yeah so we haven't covered them or been to them because they're not typically in our coverage area but the owner uh, Chef Michael Calantes is teaming up with Denny Cha. And Denny Cha is this local like sushi guy. He's worked with all of the best sushi people kind of across the country. And he's here in town. So crazy. Uh, they're going to be opening up an omakase concept in Winter Park. Explain what that is for, oh. for people that don't know, not me. Sure. It's but... actually close to where we are right now. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a 10-seat reservation-only dining area. Oh, we area. talked about this last week. We knew it was coming. Yeah. But I talked to them. And there's a photo. And they're going to be doing... What were t- I was telling people what omakase is. It's like the chef gives you whatever he wants. You saddle up, pay a whole bunch of money, and then he basically decides what all of your courses are. Yes. And typically it lasts a long time. Okay. Like you leave rolling out of wherever you are. I could do that. They're great. And they're really smart, cool, capable guys. And I was kind of drinking the Kool-Aid. I like what they're doing. And they're going to be doing a series of pop-up dinners and to-go things over at the Edible Education Experience in College Park. Yes, my neighborhood. That Emerald Lagasse Foundation thing. It's it's like a community garden slash event center. We could do like a low-rent course dinner like that where everything's not that expensive. We kind of did with... I'm saying With like a heart dinner. You think so? No, that was a hundred dollar dinner. Yeah, but you got like eight courses. Okay, I'm saying things that like I would make at home when I don't have a lot of food <laughs> around the house. My mom used to make sandwiches, peanut butter sandwiches, where she'd cut them up and then roll them up, and they were peanut butter roll ups. Uh huh. Do that. <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> Nobody wants that, John. That's ridiculous. Did you ever do lickamade? That's what we no, called it. We were that? kids. It was Kool Aid. In a jar with sugar. Oh. That's all it was. Okay. And we used to just eat it. Kool-Aid in, in a, a jar, jar with, sugar. with sugar. And I ate so much of it one summer. I remember <laughs> peeing outside and a hummingbird <laughs> flew up to me because it thought it could smell the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That's, right. a, that's a Brandon that's O'Connor childhood moment. Right now, now right? I got diabetes. <laughs> diabetes isn't laughing matter. I know. Please it's get not. Checked OMA is looking for art submissions. They're hosting an architecture and placemaking show in November. Yeah. And they're looking for art submissions. Okay. So if you want to do a piece that deals with like urban design or architecture or landscape architecture, this could be for you. The deadline for entry is October 18th. I'll be writing about it tonight, maybe. If I, I get my you act were together. After I know, this. but I forgot because I wanted to write about this. All so. right. <laughs> you could also just go to omart.org and look it up yourself. You lazy poo. You just do that for a whole website. <laughs> just like, look at this up yourself. Look at it up. Look at it up Here's yourself. Here's a link. Uh, John Oliver. Uh-huh. Loves rat porn. Yeah. 
Have you heard of it? Did you see this? I didn't see this, no. He used to be on The Daily Show. Now he has his own show. Yeah, it's called uh, Last, Last Week, week tonight. tonight. And so Funny he, guy. So funny. I think he's great. He had a, He did a show months ago, I think, about a an auction that took place maybe in Michigan on a public access TV channel. Sounds awesome. And they right? were selling off just weird art. And the art that they had in these videos of the auction were like anthropomorphic rap people doing like sexy things with ah, each other. There's a market for everything. And they're all giggling through the auction like, oh, they're having a bath together. <laughs> you know, like many of them. And so John Oliver found it, obviously, and then he shared it. And he was like, I want this art. Where is it? Somebody bought it. I want it now. Sell it to me. And so he has the art now, <laughs> and he's touring it to five different Orlando museums. Orlando is the perfect place for this. I agree. Yeah. So I tagged all these people. Not going to happen. How do we get it? An art museum has to submit oh. why they are the good spot for it, because there's five of them. But you're not just going to get the art. You're also going to get a $10,000 donation, and no he will brainer. donate another $10,000 to a local food bank. It's a no-brainer. So do it, right? Yeah. Not going to happen. I guess Oma already was like, nope, not for too, us. Too, too high. Uh, too Most high museums not going to do it, you know? So it's up well, to the uh, Cornell or Manalo. Okay. I would love if they did it. Yeah. I have some art in the Manalo right now. Yeah? Yeah, I'm in a group show. Nice. The White Canvas Art Sale. Okay. It's like a fundraiser. It's the only reason it's in there. Ah. But it's nice. Are we almost out of time? I think so. No, we got, a, we got one. Oh, no, we're almost out. Uh, that's it, I guess. I guess yeah. we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll go to break. I have a bunch of events they didn't get to tell you about. Name one. Can I rhyme Tell through? me one. South Asian Film Festival is all weekend. You can get access to seven different movies for 25 bucks, all independent, all produced from the uh, Indian subcontinent. There is a great art show over at the Maitland Art Center featuring their resident artists. Oh, which is tell me it was rad. Rat porn. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a place that would have it. I'll have a video up about okay. it. You guys can see what, what's there. And then Pride in the Streets, they're doing, instead of a parade, they're doing a 15-mile caravan of over 100 different rainbow-decked-out cars going gonna through town. you? I don't understand what it, the difference is between a caravan and a parade. We talked about So this. I'm not going to do it. You Instead of the parade going by, the parade just, you it comes to you. That's ridiculous. Okay. That's the same thing a parade does. No, no, it's totally yeah. different. I think the difference is you're not allowed to have parades right now, so they're no. just calling it a caravan. Yeah, but it, it goes farther. Anyway, all, right. all of this and more <laughs> on Bungalore.com. Thank you again to our new friends at the Wine Barn. Oh, uh, Vines and Forks. Vines and Forks. Yeah, it's so for good. For having us and feeding us with all this amazing food. Pizza was so good tonight. And thank you to our sponsors, Jannie Roofing and... Orlando Public Library. Thanks again, guys, for supporting local news. See you guys next week.